Ding. Good evening. Today is Monday, August 29, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is Appendix One, and our speaker tonight is Janet C. Thank you, Janet C. Hi. Oh, I have to say I got it. Okay, great. Hi, good evening. My name is Janet Z. I'm a hundred pounder compulsive overeater from Los Angeles. And I see a lot of familiar faces here this evening. Good to see you all. Um, so tonight we're talking about the traditions and um, the, um, the first um, uh, appendix. Um, uh, at the back of the big book, and it talks about um, how the um, traditions came together very briefly. Um, and I think that um, I'll tell you a little bit about me and um, and my journey and and how the traditions have touched my life and my recovery. Um, I am, uh, let's see, I am 22 months abstinent and I am uh, maintaining 140 pound weight loss and um, 41 pounds of that in this abstinence. And then I'm going to share my, let's see, share screen. And here's a picture of me. Okay, I'm getting all these messages. Um, a picture that I did not see for a very long time. Boy, they really want my attention on that Microsoft site. Um, and I actually saw this picture for the first time um, last May. And um, Lord only knows what I weighed there. My um, um, top weight, recorded weight was right under 300 and I'm significantly larger there. Um, so I'm a compulsive overeater. I'm a real compulsive overeater. Um, I'm, I'm not a piker. I'm not faking it. I didn't sneak in under the tent, you know, looking um, for friends or a mate or the prestige of being a compulsive overeater. I definitely earned my seat here. And um, if you're here tonight, I don't believe in coincidences. Um, we don't get to this program um, until we're desperate. Most of us don't want to even consider something called Overeaters Anonymous. It's just so unglamorous. And um, yet it is the greatest thing that can happen for someone who's like me, who has an addiction to food, you know, um, I, um, I have a long history with the program. Um, 
I'm decades old in another program in terms of, you know, my length of abstinence. Um, and I came to OA in 1980 when I was 23, I believe, and uh, stuck around for about 14 years and then decided to do a little more research and was out for 20 years and hit that top weight. So um, that's, you know, basically uh, sort of an overview. I came back to Overeaters Anonymous um, in 2014. And um, I had that right combination of desperation and um, uh, out of ideas. And um, one of the things that I'm grateful for is I immediately called a friend of mine um, who was still in the um, program because I had been out for 20 years. And thank goodness, you know, I still had her number. And um, I immediately started taking um, direction. And Part of the direction has to do with um, reading the big book, taking the steps, reading through the tradition, seeing how they apply to us. And um, what is one of the things that I learned on the way to becoming a responsible adult is that um, our common welfare comes first. Tradition one talks about um, uh, that our personal recovery depends upon OA unity. And I attended a meeting last week led by a woman who felt she'd been slighted and she had a very rough message for all of us who were at the room. And my heart ached for her because, you know, she's not working with a sponsor who knows the steps in the traditions because if I don't get my way on something or I don't get a position I ran for or um, I didn't get invited to this or that, you know, um, that doesn't mean the program doesn't work. That doesn't mean that um, there's not something here for me. It means that I have to put my petty self-concerns aside and be a fellow among fellows. And I never knew how to do that. It was always all about me, you know, um, uh, very myopic worldview. And um, I am grateful that I was taught to put principles before personalities. I don't not go to a meeting because there's somebody there that doesn't like me. And I also don't go to a meeting just because there's somebody there who doesn't like me. And um, learning to not um, exaggerate and dramatize um, was aided um, by the concept that I was one of many. And um, one of the things that allowed me to stay here is that, you know, the second tradition talks about um, our, our group purpose. There's only one authority, a loving God as he may express himself. Well, um, it's God as a, of, of, of my understanding and how that is expressed through our group conscience. And as a result of 
that, um, uh, I didn't have to take somebody else's word for anything. It was God was the ultimate um, uh, d- decider, um, to uh, coin a phrase, um, who um, ha- transmutes the overarching experience of compulsive eaters um, into transmutes our experience into um, experience strength and hope for those that come after us. And um, the most important one to me was um, step three, that the only requirement was to stop eating compulsively. Well, it, it didn't mean I had to eat like you eat. I didn't have to weigh what you thought I needed to weigh. And I didn't have to um seek my higher power the way you sought yours. And um, I did come to find out that the people who had what I wanted had a certain approach, ate a certain way, had a certain way of seeking God as they understood God. And as I started, as my fog cleared and I started to gain some clarity, I was able to pick the people who I resonated with. When they spoke about a higher power, they spoke in terms of a loving friend who was was there for them, you know, in times of trouble and in times of of joy. And were um, this was a friend who had taken away their obsession. And you know, the third step. Um, is all about turning our will and our life over. And um, the third tradition is all about there not being a requirement um, that we do so in any particular way. And that was always really um, helpful for me. Um, And then um, the part where groups are, um, tradition four, where we're, where each group is autonomous except in matters affecting OA as a whole. Um, You know, that that ensures that, oh, thank you. That ensures that um, uh, each group can make their own decisions about how they're run. And um, the only rules there are is that it not affect other groups as a whole. So if, you know, a meeting decides they want to have a different format, there's nobody who's going to, you know, come to them and say, you can't change your format because it's run by a group conscience. And um, you know, the primary purpose, according to tradition five of any group is to carry the message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. And um, when we lose sight of that, um, we can bring ourselves, you know, upright and, um, and focus, focus on the newcomer, you know, um, and making the newcomer feel comfortable and uh, wanted and uh, seen. And um, six is we never lend the name or endorse finance or lend the name to any related facility and, and uh, or outside um, enterprise, which means we also don't talk about outside 
um, literature, um, books, films, spiritual teachers. We don't refer to any of that inside the meetings because that's lending the OA name to it. And a newcomer comes in and they hear you talking about it. They think it's part of the program or they may think it's part of the program. So that's the auspices under which the, the tradition of not, you know, um, using outside uh, influences and, and lending the OA name to them. Um, seven is each group needs to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Um, outside contributions are, you know, um, charities and foundations that um, may want to give money because they like the work we do. And we're specifically set up to be self-supporting. So it's, you know, it's one drunk helping another drunk putting their dollar in the basket or whatever we do now, $5 a meeting. Um, it, it, it keeps the thing real and it keeps the thing um, humble. And we are all participating in our own recovery by participating in supporting the program that's saving our lives and giving us lives that we couldn't imagine. Um, eight is my favorite tradition because it talks about remaining non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. And I'm a special worker for the San Fernando Valley Intergroup in the Los Angeles area. And, um, um, and, and my boss, the chair, is, is doing jazz hands. Um, and um, uh, so um, this is about getting the appropriate help we need to do the business of running an intergroup or a region or world service. Um, it also refers to not um, talking about um, um, becoming professional at, at, at guiding um, uh, uh, compulsive overeaters from a therapeutic standpoint. We share our own experience, strength, and hope. Um, we're not professionals. And nine talks about we should uh, uh, that OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees that are directly responsible to those they serve. So whenever I make a mistake at a delegate meeting, you know, we quote that, you know, OA should never be organized. So um, uh, that, that's a, uh, a nice out. Um, but basically what it's talking about is, um, again, um, we, we're, not, we're, not an or, we're not a, um, we're not an organization run like a Fortune 500 company. That's not how 12 Steps operate. 10 is we have no opinion on outside issues. Therefore, the our OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Um, that's pretty self-explanatory. If you don't vote the way I vote, or you don't go to the church I go to, or you don't raise your children the way I raise mine, it's none of my business. And it has no business in a meeting. Um, we, don't, we don't comment on outside controversies. We may... It, we may talk to our friends in the program one-on-one -on -one about if it, if that's a topic they're they're okay with, but we just don't do it. That's five. Thank you. Um, Eleven. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. 
we need always maintain our personal anonymity, you know, at the level of press radio and other forms of communication. Well, you know, what's going on is that um, there's less and less anonymity and more and more online everything. So um, I don't know how that's applying. I know at the um, celebrity level and if I do an interview, for a news show, I can't show my face once I've given my name, um, once I've identified myself as a member. Um, and that is so that someone in the public view um, who may or may not make it in the program um, doesn't come to symbolize the program and whether or not there is um, longevity and hope and decades of recovery for members here. So, um, and anonymity is our spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Well, um, the anonymity part is not sharing what someone said at a meeting unless we have already ascertained that that person is okay with your sharing their story with or without their name attached to it. But the principles before personalities is the hugest part of that because, because our, our group unity comes first. And if we're, if we're making people out to be um, in charge of the program or, um, uh, or or control how other people recover because they're popular or any of those things, we must place a principle there instead of a, a personality. And um, that has been very helpful to me um, over the years. I, I, you know, started 12-step programs in 1980. It's now 2022. It's a long time. I've met some real big, you know, big shots in this program. And um, luckily, I didn't have to put them on pedestals um, because I'm looking for those people who are right-sized and, um, um, and they're good with their higher power. Those are the people who really resonate for me because I'm really curious and open and wanting to know how did you get that way? Because it's very attractive to me. I do want to say that I recently broke a tooth and I have a, a little, a little uh, a plate in my mouth. So I apologize for speaking weirdly um, tonight, but um, it hasn't dampened my enthusiasm for what OA's done for me and given me a life beyond my imagination. I have a wonderful, loving, healthy marriage, long-term marriage, um, and uh, I am free from financial uh, fear of financial insecurity. The promises have come true for me, and I have neutrality where food is concerned, and um, the, you know, the traditions are really um, crucial um, to the group as the steps are to the individual. And if you haven't read through the long form on your own, I really encourage you to do so because 
there were lots of um, uh, sparkly, shiny uh, um, obstacles on the way for AA to get to these traditions. And um, they didn't lend the name. They didn't set up recovery centers. They didn't become multimillionaires. They placed principles before personalities. And the whole thing comes full circle when, when one drunk puts their hand in another and says, I know the way out. So thanks for letting me share. Janet C, thank you so much for your beautiful share. It's great that you came here. So we will now open the meeting for questions or for three minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions, or star nine if you're on the phone, and the Zoom, Zoom host will call the raised hand in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. With the timekeeper, please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when the time is up. And if the speaker is asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer. I see Sally P, you're up. Okay, hi Janet, this is Sally P recovered in Colorado. Thank you so much. Um, one thing I love about tradition, the traditions, not that I know them at depth, but I find that just like the steps, if I apply those to my life, peace, serenity, you know, order. But I have a question. Um, so yesterday I was on an old timers meeting and in the chat, so, so this, um, there was a lot of talk about God, um, this person many, many years in program and somebody put in the chat, they suggested um, people were asking questions about God and they suggested that these people join a group now, it's not a listed OA meeting on OA.org. It's another group that's very um, heavy-handed. And I just, I, I just got really upset about that. I didn't, all I just said was in the chat was, is this listed in OA.org? And she wrote back, no, but a lot of people in OA go to it. And I have just seen this program morphed in certain ways that have become really unhealthy and the water, the message is becoming askewed. And when I saw that, my, I just got very upset over it, but is that, did they break a tradition by doing that? And what tradition was broken? Um, hi, Sally, thank you for asking the question. Um, what's difficult about that is AA had the same problem and still does today where people create these offshoots where there's a leader and, um, uh, and some of these groups, um, they never were sanctioned by AA, but they did go on and do really good work for, for really, um, 
last gaspers, people who absolutely could not get sober. Um, my opinion of it um, was, I was quite vocal about my opinion of it. Um, my thinking is that when we're in an OA meeting, we only share about OA meetings that exist, that are registered groups. And um, like you, I probably would have had a little bit of a reaction and I would put in the chat, I believe we only promote meetings listed at OA.org. Thank you. You can only, you know, and then we have two choices. It talks about in, in the 12 and 12 that we can either be an elder statesman or a bleeding deacon. So which is it going to be, right? Because we're never going to get our message across if we're, you know, um, uh, throwing a temper tantrum about it. But we can um, lead by example and state you know, the tradition, state the principle, and, um, and then let people, you know, um, handle it. Now you can reach out to the secretary of a meeting and say, I believe this is breaking the tradition. Can you, you know, can you call for cessation, you know? But I don't think that we have, um, enough people rooted in the traditions um, um, running a lot of, um, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I hear, I hear about all kinds of meetings because of the position I'm in where people are just, you know, it's their meeting. That's There's no business you. meeting. Oh, okay. Thanks. So thank you, Janet. Thanks for the question. Thank you, Janet, for that helpful explanation. Amy, would you like to share now? Thank you. Hey, everybody. Amy B. Compulsive Overeater, living very gratefully in a recovered state today. First, I want to thank Yvonne and Liz for their service tonight um, at the meeting. And thank you, Janet, so much for your service, everybody reading, and just everybody for being here. Um, you, we need each other. Um, our first tradition says our common welfare must come first. Um, uh, personal recovery depends upon OA unity. That means we need each other in the, in the preface and in the descriptions and in the AA 12 and 12 on tradition one on that, it says, and I'm paraphrasing because it says AA and I'm going to say OA, but OA must survive or else most of us will surely die. So thank you every single person for the service of being here. I need you. We need each other. We don't do this alone. And I love the traditions. And I'm so grateful to see so many people here talking about the traditions and being curious about the traditions and getting passionate about the traditions because um, they keep us together, needed um, together. And I love tradition 12 so much. Um, spiritual subs. I'm reading out of the AA 12 and 12 right now. It's actually the little paragraph on page 13 that describes the tradition. And it says spiritual substance of anonymity is sacrifice, subordinate, subordinating personal aims to the common good 
is the essence of all 12 traditions. I heard recently on a meditation that the reason why we do the pose or why the pose in meditation is taught where you tuck your index finger under your thumb is because the index finger represents individual consciousness and the thumb represents collective consciousness. And Mm. we choose to tuck our individual consciousness under the collective consciousness for the highest good. And that's what anonymity means. Doesn't matter who I am individually in the collective. I am a part of a whole and we are all together. And to subordinate, to choose to tuck my individual consciousness, my will, my what I want, my what I think that the group should be or another group should be or a chair should be or anything under the collective consciousness of we are all only the desire that other tradition that we can declare our membership simply by saying we belong here and no one is excluded. That's my time. Thank you so much for being here tonight. I pass. Thank you, Amy. And Eileen, would you like to share? Sure. Hi. <laughs> my name is Eileen, recovered compulsive overeater. Um, thank you everybody for doing service tonight. Um, thank you, Janet, for your beautiful share as always, as always. Um, there were so many things that were uh, talked about tonight and I don't have a lot to say about the traditions, but I didn't want to let that hold me back from participating tonight. Um, I wanted to say that I finished the 12 steps. And so this was my last meeting. No, I'm just kidding. This is not my last meeting. <laughs> we'll say goodbye. Thank you. It's been great. I'm done. I, so thank you all for being a part of my recovery. Um, no, I mean, honestly, what I did want to say is honest, like I my like, thank you for putting up with my humor, my sarcasm, because you guys are amazing. Um, I wanted to say that um, I'm being too loud. I'm not at home. I'm being too loud. But I, I really wanted to share so bad. Um, I just got the sh- yeah. Okay. So um, anyways, um, I did want to say that I, how much I appreciate this meeting because when I go to other meetings and I'm not feeling a part of, and I see people from this meeting on those meetings, I feel like, oh, okay, you know, okay. Everything's gonna be okay. So um, I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for this meeting. Um, And um, I also wanna say that when I was talking to my sponsor today, that we really focused on um, you know, the 12 steps being a practice that, uh, you know, this whole thing is a practice, this whole, every step, every day is another opportunity for me to practice all of it, every step. And, um, and I'm so grateful for that, you know, reminder that every day I get to practice the steps, the connection, the being of service, the trying not to harm anybody the being the best person I can be all of it it's just practicing so anyway I'm gonna stop talking and uh so glad I could be here with you with you all every as many days as I can so thank you 
Thank you, Eileen. That was wonderful. And Kat, um, you can unmute and share, please. Hi, um, I'm Kat, compulsive reader and sugar addict. Um, thank you so much for your share. It was just phenomenal. Um, not a lot of people share on the traditions and like I'm actually I just got my first sponsee through the steps and we actually just started working the traditions and right before this meeting we read tradition one and just every time I really in depth revisit the trans the traditions it's like I realize that they're really the foundation of what makes OA just such a safe space for all of us. Like we all come here for the same reason. And this is the only place I've ever gone where like nobody cares what I, you know, what I do for work. Nobody cares like what my religious views are, you know, and it's just, it's about the recovery and I have struggled in other meetings where, you know, there's, uh, the traditions are not entirely being followed. And it was actually last time I was working through the traditions and I just couldn't, you know, like you said, I couldn't, I was so caught up in what other people were going to think about me that I couldn't say, you know, like, hey, this is crosstalk or like, you know, hey, you know, this person like time's up or this is, you know, I've gone to a meeting recently and they had a religious prayer, like a specific religion prayer. And I want and it triggered the fuck out of me, excuse my language. And I, I, I just couldn't I don't have it in me to be like hey hate to be that person but like this is like against the rule you know so I'm just praying for that willingness um to have that in me I guess to like the traditions are really important to me and I know they're really important to OA as a whole and just you know part of that is that it takes away the self-importance and it levels the playing field so just praying for that willingness to like you know help help you know the meetings and the spaces and the members like because we all have to you know work as a group effort to uphold them so anyway thank you thank you so much Kat we will now stop the recording for unrecorded questions or shares so the zoom host please stop the recording